This is Object to This, a nice attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie, never going to give you anything that you want. That's right, I'm Capcom. I'm Michelle, gelled to perfection. So, hey guys, uh, news. <sighs> you you want to know? You want to know the news? Is it related anything to the name I just gave? <laughs> I mean, Capcom does make the game series, which we have a fan cast about, so yes? <laughs> cool. I mean, so Dagyaki Tensaiban 2 was released on Android this week and iOS in Japan. In Japanese. So have fun! The Google Play Store is not region locked. If you make an account, you can go to the Japanese store and, like, a Japanese account, you can go to the Japanese store and you can get it. And you can play it yourself and not understand what's happening unless you speak Japanese. Yeah, and it's going to be a fucking miracle and a half if I figured out how to find Ace Attorney yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a Japanese Google Play store. I don't know about the iTunes store, like the iOS store. I don't know. I'll know I'll know Apple words better tomorrow. I have to go to iPad training. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> For work. Like your boss is sending you somewhere. No, we're all going. Oh, <laughs> You're all taking a glass field trip. <laughs> Who's laughing? What is this laughter that I hear? That's that's weird. I'm so sorry you're hearing things. Maybe once you go to Apple training, they'll realize how to reduce that noise that you're not supposed to be hearing, which is random laughter. Ah, uh, my tinnitus is acting <laughs> up again. <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the Apple Store will be able to help my tinnitus. Yeah, I mean they're just gonna get, get rid of your fucking headphones that are starting that cause this problem and give you um, wireless ones. They can't. I've already lost them, Stephanie. <laughs> I've already lost the wireless headphones. <laughs> I don't even own them yet, and I've lost them. I do. I do. It's okay. Fear the possibility of getting an Apple Pencil, though. Well, you or can an Apple pen. Maybe you can put it in your new Apple car that's coming out in 2020. Beep beep. <laughs> that's exactly what the horn sounds like. <laughs> Cuz you can't customize ringtones on an Apple car. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a recording of me saying beep beep and you can't change it. Can't change it. No. No. It's region locked. It's not even region locked. It's it's device specific. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, um Oh, hey, Mysterious Laughter, what are you doing here? <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Jessie. I'm slowly dying. So I'm Slowly? Not... She's dying in waves. She's yeah. like a, like a, like... Like the ocean cresting. It's like the wave pool at Kalahari. Yeah. Which is just a water park, guys. <laughs> it's like a wave pool at any water park that you've been to. It's exactly the same. <laughs> We don't know, because you didn't go to the wave pool in Kalahari. You went to the wave pool at Great Wolf Lodge yeah. across the street. <laughs> PCW, there's a Great Wolf Lodge in Gurney, so we could just go one day for fun. Really? That, I mean, that's water parks are fun. Yeah. But anyway, hey, Jesse, what you doing here since you're dying and all? Yeah, so I'm dying, so I'm not going to be on this episode. But quick PSA before I leave. Hey, hey guys, we here at Object to This, we we don't shame. We always share our ships. We're really great at that. I mean, we do shame a little, but yeah. But like, please, please tag not safe for work on all the Ace Attorney porn that I've been seeing on Tumblr lately. Please. I've seen so much. 
Now, this isn't just you guys who listen that we have a problem with. This is just the fandom. Yeah. The Tumblr fandom. The Ace Attorney Tumblr fandom, just in general. Dear Ace Attorney Tumblr fandom, why are you so horny lately? Yeah. Why? Because it's not been this bad when I frequented the tag previously. And, like, I will admit I've been bad about the Tumblr recently because the queue ran out and I have a ton of stuff saved in drafts that I haven't tagged yet. But, like, I don't want to go through it because there's so much porn. And, okay, there's not that much, but there's more than I want there to be. Yeah, I was just I just scrolled through quite a bit today, and uh, I didn't get any porn. Lucky. Do you have Safe Search on? No. Safe well, Search is auto on on um, mobile. Oh, well, then maybe. I don't have I just turned it off. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it doesn't pick up on it because the pe- person doesn't tag it. Good to know. Nothing's changed from turning it off for me right now. A brief respite from the porn for for Jesse. That's, That's all, all she's I asking. Ask. It's just a small favor. So, like, if you follow, if you know, if you're if you're tag if you're on Tumblr and you're like, maybe I should just tag this. Just tag it, buddy. Tag hey, it. Buddy. Not safe for work. Just tag it. Not safe. Because what if I want to look at my phone during, my Android phone during iPad training? I don't want to do a bunch of Ace Attorney porn. I love Mia. Mia's great. <laughs> what if we did this for a whole episode? <laughs> hey, listen to us. Listen scroll. to us scroll through our tumblers. I mean, we'll... I mean, I am now looking at pictures of Kristoff uh, and um, Clavier Gavin as, um, what's the word here? No, Dogs? Horses? No. Foxes. Mythical... Griffins? What? Griffins? Yeah. Griffins. Next uh-huh. to a dog. Interesting. And then a, fe- a good, good picture of Athena squishing her face. So, I mean, like, anyway, Jesse would just like a brief respite. So, okay, just take your stuff. Yep. If, it's not, if it's not safe for work, it's not safe for work. And that's okay. Thank you for the PSA, Jesse. Okay, I'm going to go die in my room now. Okay, right, have cover. fun. Cover from your bad cold. Don't, don't die. No promises. <laughs> All right, no more, no more Tumblr. We're, we're, we're going to do the real podcast. There's there's more? There is. We don't just usually sit around for an hour on our phones and record it. That's true. What kind of quality audio experience would our listeners want at this point in time? We have no more news. <laughs> we have no more PSAs. <laughs> Y'all could listen to me play the wedding case. <laughs> uh, well, real that- time, real commentary. Hard. I'm going to live tweet with my face. Well, how about, <laughs> I know what you meant when you said live tweet with my face, but I just thought about you, like, smashing your face <laughs> against the microphone. <laughs> That's not a Twitter. I mean live tweet, but do it verbally out loud. I.e. use my face. Yeah. I'm not going to scrub my nose all over the t- my phone to post onto Twitter. Although that would be fun. That would That would be, like, a good, like hour-long session with your phone tweet, and tweet with your nose. Okay, but Jams did send us another email. Thank God, Jams, creating content for us where we cannot. Yeah, okay, so Jams is very actually surprised we have nothing for the, the new Ace Attorney game, which, because Spirit of Justice was announced September 2015 and was released June 2016 in Japan. Yeah. Uh, that's around a nine-month turnaround. And we had a consistent stream of announcements, like confirmed characters, mm-hmm. po- like uh, screenshots. We had Remember we had Sadmati out? 
Yeah. Um, early, like very early. Early, and we were speculate like we could speculate about that. We even got the anime that was more anime than the anime. Yeah. Like, then they started telling us like what, what case one is about, what case two. We knew about what case one and case two were about before. Yeah. The game was out. Yeah, they had they had enough information for us to speculate and and you know come up with stuff. Um, so. We know the next game is coming out in the next 12 months, so uh, at the very least, April 2019. Uh, so we should have gotten, like, at least a title. In Dual Destinies, the title's announced 18 months before its release. Wow. Yeah. And that seems strange that nothing has come out news-related-wise. So that's... that's Thank you, Jams, for doing numbers. So this this has been a trend in games lately, though. I don't know if people have picked up on it, but it's like games, like even big studios lately have been announcing stuff like a week before, maybe, or just dropping, just dropping stuff. Like not, not, no lead up, no hype, drop. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you hype it for me? Well, for for a couple of things I can think of is like one, saving money on marketing. Yeah. Two, um, they the fear of overhype, mm-hmm. the fear of people getting their expectations too high and it being shot down. Other than that, I don't know. Like, I mean, I it's 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 a good question why this has been a thing lately. Um, I'm trying to think of an example of a game that this happened to. All I can think of is is movies though movies or songs like a uh, um cloverfield paradox came out it just fucking came out like on netflix you know a sequel to a huge movie franchise just came out one day nobody knew about it they didn't know it was even being made and it just dropped it was also bad but yeah. <laughs> you know but it, like games are kind of mo- moving yeah, in that direction music has done that notoriously for a lot of years yeah the other thing is, usually the first time we hear about an Ace Attorney game is Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they almost always announce at Tokyo Game Show. Or, no, it's always like, like, they don't announce at E3. They, they're... Tokyo Game Show. They're Tokyo Game Show. Or they, like, announce a press release on their own. Yeah. But, um, when, I feel like Tokyo Game Show's in the fall, I will look now with the power of the internet... Yeah, September 20th through 23rd. So I would say keep your eyes peeled for Tokyo Game Show this year. Um, if if we're going to get an announcement, I would expect it then. But I don't know if I would expect that announcement and then nine months or if I would expect that announcement and then quarter four we get the new Ace Attorney. I wonder if we get the announcement and that during the announcement they'll have like a demo ready like potentially because we also usually get a demo yeah a playable demo that they put online because gp played that demo once too like in person um yeah was that at e3 i don't know i can't remember jeep sorry it was in it was it was an uh, anime con in california though i thought it was i think you're right yeah so but yeah playable demos you know the 3ds store was really good for that the switch is gonna have like the Switch having demos is, like, definitely going to happen, so. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if we'll get it quarter four this year or if we'll get it next year. Um, it's it's hard to say. Yeah, I think we, like, for the terms of the podcast, Dual Destinies and Spirit Justice gave us 
the correct amount of released information that we could beat ruminate, to death yeah. and ruminate. I don't know if, outside of the format of this podcast, if that's a good plan, marketing-wise. Well, yeah, if you think about it, like, the fact that we knew almost the entire plot of Case 1 and 2, while we did not know what the twists were and who the murders were, but we knew the plot. a lot. That's not great. Like, that's not a great... You're spoiling your own game. Yeah. This is a little heavy. And then we had, like, a 13-minute anime telling us the plot. Oh, yeah. Of, like the buns and stuff. With the buns and stuff, which was just, like, kind of fun and whimsical, but it also had, like, a lot of, like, heavy plot. Like, the whole jam of the country. Yeah. Like, and its political uprising and all that stuff was very known to all of us beforehand. So I'm not sure if that's, like, such a great model for your game. I don't know. I don't know. Might be too much information. And the, and that's I, that's hard. I wonder if they're going to keep consistent with how they've usually done it, or they're going to change gears. Because, like, God of War just came out, and they were very... That studio was very, very hush about what the plot actually was. Like, they were like, you a dead, you have a kid, it's Norse now... That's all we know. Like, you had a wife, again. She died, again. Uh, and that's it. Like, that's all we knew about God of War before it came out. Yeah. I haven't played that, by the way. No spoilers there. That's all shit that I knew ahead of time. I, I haven't even played any of the God of Wars, but, like... I played the first one a little bit. But, like, I don't know what the fuck happened to Kratos. Who would marry that thing? Well, he had a wife. So, God he of War He had the first one. wife, he I had, know. He had a wife number one, and then she died, and that's why God the of War, War happened. Happens, right. And then... They fucked him up, and that's why God of War 2 happens, and then... But then, whatever happens at the end of 2, which I don't know, look at that man. (laughs) Who wants to fucking marry that thing? Well, because he also notoriously bones people in those games, and you play it as a mini-game. Did you not know that? I did not know that. There's There's a... It's not as notorious as Grand Theft Auto's, but there is a... Uh, a scene in one of the the God of Wars where it's like the camera is looking to the left of a bed um, that Kratos is banging two of what's what's her name Aphrodite two of Aphrodite's handmaidens at the same time and it's this bed is hitting up against a table that has a vase with a flower on it and you are doing a, a quick a quick time event and you watch the bed hit up against this plant as it like moves around. I did not fucking know about this. <laughs> now imagine this game on the Switch. On the Switch, yeah. You get to feel that HD rumble. <laughs> look, what, look how come, first of all, why are we always talking about sex lately in the, this podcast that was not safe for work mostly because of language? And this entire episode we've talked about porn <laughs> God of War War banging people. I didn't know this about God of War, so I'm sorry it came up, but I didn't know that. But but on the other hand, (laughs) on the other hand, look at Kratos. Kratos. He looks like he's wearing Joker makeup that should be sweating off of him, but it's not. He just looks like that. He just looks like that. Now, new Kratos... Is back to normal human coloration. Yeah. He does still have that red paint on his face, though. Yeah, that's just, like, might be tats. Might be tats. Might be tats. Um, 
He's got a little more more body to him. His waist is spilled out a little further instead of that super hourglass. He's waist. wearing more clothes. Yeah, yeah. So also, I guess maybe maybe wife number two has really just helped bring him back around to uh, right before she, she died. died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the man can't keep a living wife. That, that I mean, that's also another reason who what also no, like he yeah. What did also what did Kratos ever do to these game devs except make them rich that they keep killing his wives off? In most TV shows, why would you ever hang out with the psychic detective or like the uh, oh shoot, what's her name? What's, Me- medium? No, uh, I was I was going to talk about psych, but that's not even it. It's it's. Murder, She Wrote, is that that show? Oh. Where fucking, no matter where this woman goes, someone dies and she's got to solve a murder. That's legit, yeah. Or Case Closed, like, one of those things. Like, why would you hang out with him? His son doesn't have any choice but to hang out with him. It's his son. The last one got dead. The last one got dead. Well, I mean, it's just like Phoenix, like, glad Trucy's still alive, but you know you're going to get arrested if you hang out with Phoenix. Yeah, that's true. Probably. Apollo hasn't been yet, but he did hit, got hit in the head with, like, a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) He also, like, accused somebody of, of murdering people, so there was that. He accused Athena of murdering people. Athena thought she murdered people. Well, Simon thought she murdered people. Person. We're all, yeah. Listen, we all think we murdered somebody Sometimes you wake up and you go, did I murder someone? (laughs) But then you roll over and go back to sleep because it's 3 a.m. and it's like three hours before your alarm goes off. That's happening a lot to me lately. I hate it. That's the worst. It's it's a lot lately. But I also hate waking up 20 minutes before my alarm because like what am I supposed to do with that? Almost fall back asleep and then your alarm goes off and then you're extra tired. And then you're like, yeah, it's the worst. The worst. Probably just like listening to this podcast. (laughs) Also the worst. Just the worst. Anyway, what else did Jim say? (laughs) Sorry we had to talk about Dad of War for a while. But it's not like we've played Dad of War, so... (laughs) We haven't. No, we have not. I learned something today. Anyway... Um, so, James, James' feelings on Kristoff, because we talked vaguely about the uh, Black Cyclops. Oh, yeah. Um, so Kristoff has a very severe, um, a very severe inferiority complex relating to Clavier, seeing how Clavier was always the prodigy of the family. He was a lawyer at 17, already in a successful band. Um, so when the opportunity to best Clavier in court came up, which is the Magnifique case, he obviously chose to take up the case. However, Zach relaying how much a paranoid, psycho, crazy freak Kristoff was, I think we're giving Zach a little too much credit here, but, um, chose Phoenix to defend him. This set Kristoff off and sparked his hatred of Phoenix, Drew, uh, Clavier, Zach, and everyone else in the case. So, so Zach screwing him over just fucking flipped his switch. Kristoff, uh, in a similar way to Manfred, they are both incredibly calculating villains, and everyone and they want everything to go perfectly. No witnesses. Just as Manfred wouldn't go see a doctor, so there'd be no witnesses to his bullet wound. So would Kristoff want to kill everyone involved in the forgery, which is Vera Andrew, so there'd be no witnesses. It also never occurred to Jams until writing this that Kristoff must have had a specific framed, must have ha- must have spe- spe- uh, specific framed Phoenix in four one. Uh, specifically framed, framed him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did specifically frame Phoenix. Yeah, he must knew Phoenix was building up a case against him and offend his paranoia that he would be caught for forgery. As such, he framed Phoenix whilst 
whilst killing uh, Zach and specifically gave him a new lawyer who had done the case, uh, had done a case yet hoping to get Phoenix sent to jail. Unfortunately, now that ended up penning out. Yeah, their friendship, their the Phoenix and Kristoff friendship was like Phoenix was only his quote unquote friend. Um, in order to get more information for his investigation. And Kristoff totally knew the yeah. entire... Like, they were basically just playing, like, fucked up chess with each other. Which is why, when he framed him for the murder, Phoenix knew that he framed him for the murder, hired him to be his attorney to get, uh, like, you know, Phoenix's MO is always have the murderer in the courtroom so you could just accuse them right there. So, yep. like, yep. hire him as your attorney... So that we can have, like, he knew he'd make Apollo do it, mm-hmm. and then he could use Apollo to get back Kristoff, because the only person in the room who'll know that that Phoenix had forged the ca- playing card was Kristoff. So Kristoff couldn't tell anyone, because then he he would have to admit that he was at the scene of the crime, therefore admitting his guilt. Like it's just all like multi-level nerd chess going on there, but they both know the whole time. If Kristoff didn't know that Phoenix was only being his friend to f- to f- build a case against him, it was a very short period of time that we never are with them during. No, yeah, we, we're definitely not yeah. around for that. But Jams ultimately does not know what the Cyclops are for, uh, the Black Cyclops. If he just wanted revenge on Phoenix, those would have been regular Cyclops by the Dual, defini- de- dual Destiny's definition. Hopefully this will fuel some discussion, but honestly... I don't think any of us will ever actually know what the Black Cyclops are. I don't think Ace Attorney will touch them. Hmm. I don't think that it'll ever come back to those. They might bring up Black Cyclops again, but I really doubt it since they're more keen on bringing in new powers. Yeah, I would love to see the Black Cyclops again. Do we ever see him on Phoenix? No, we see no. him on Athena. Black Cyclops? Yeah. Okay, so- and we never talk about them, do we? Well, we did. We or talked do, about them. We break Pearl, them. We, we break them. We talk about them with Pearl in Dual Destinies. We see them on Athena, and Pearl explains, because it's Phoenix with Pearl at that moment, and yeah. Pearl explains, the black Cyclops mean that they're, the person is keeping a secret that they don't even know. Right. They don't even know the, the that they're keeping it. Um, it's like trapped. Mm-hmm. So Pearl says it's they're basically unbreakable because you don't know what they don't like you don't know the secret they don't know the secret but you do end up breaking them with Thena because the secret she was keeping that she didn't know was that she was innocent and it was somebody else who killed her her mom her mom that sounds right and i think like that was such a sim- a simple answer and it was so easy it seemed like such an easy plot device with Athena, I kind of forgot about it, because I wanted them to hold more weight, because it holds so much weight with Kristoff. Yeah, well, because it's... So what that basically tells us is that it's something that you've fucked up and repressed, right? Like, that you're messed up and you've repressed it, whatever it is. Either through trauma or, like, whatever. So... And I think it could be with Kristoff... He could have lied to himself so thoroughly he believes the lie. Maybe. But part of him knows it. But I can't remember what you asked Kristoff that brings them up. That's a good question. Maybe we should we should check that out, because that is a... So it's when, when you ask him about his motive for murdering Zach Grammary. Which I think comes out as so fucked up, because it's either super, super secret or convoluted. But what led... I think the what I took away from that was... Even the motive we got in court was wrong. 
Like, he did it, that's very clear, but whatever the fucking reason was, like, whatever you suss out in court isn't even true. And I think what you're supposed to take away from that is Kristoff's so fucked up, he doesn't necessarily necessarily even have a real reason. Yeah. And that's what makes him kind of a really terrifying psychopath. Oh yeah, no, he's scary. He's a scary dude. And I think that's what was so unsettling, where Athena's was... The secret was she was innocent, right? So that's kind of like a Athena, honey, you're not okay yet, and that's sad. But Kristoff's so unsettling because it's terrifying. Yeah, I would like to see them come back. I, I would like to see him come back and used really well. Yeah, the Cyclops overall were really, uh, really sometimes frustrating, but good game mechanic. And I think in the original, the OG trilogy, they were a lot harder. <laughs> I, yeah, but I you also got that. you also got penalties if you fucked up. Yeah. And in the new games, you you don't. If you're out and about. In, so, like, and I kind of like, yeah, I, the game shouldn't be as punishing as maybe it once was. But I do think, I do think some of the challenge could come back and they would be just as fun as they used to be. Um, instead of trying to make us look in a puddle of water. <laughs> I know you hate the puddle. <laughs> I still hate Athena's emotion things, though. Just because it's like Simon says... Pick the color. Simon, like Simon says. <laughs> you mean like a Simon Says machine, like the game. Yeah. Not like, well, the like electronic game, yeah. not the actual game Simon Says. Correct. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> I knew what I meant, but I guess that's not something everybody knows. Yeah. Like, basically, it's just like the four colors that Athena has and it's it lights up and you're supposed to hit them. And then if you fuck up, it or it, like you know it says it, and if it doesn't say Simon says, I think I don't, I don't actually know. I've it's played a pattern. It before. It's a it's a pattern pattern game. light color. So game. it'll do like red blue, and then you do red blue, and then you do like red blue blue. Yeah, yeah. And it just keeps going until you. It keeps adding one more until you mess up, and then it restarts. Yeah. Um. That's all. Like that's it's just frustrating, and then like the emotions don't always line up. I think they, they made him more clear this time, you know, in Spirit of Justice, but yeah. it was still, like, a, it still wasn't fun. But we also hated Apollo's bracelet the first time it was introduced. Yeah, I mean, it sometimes it takes, sometimes it takes a little bit to get comfortable with something. Apollo's bracelet, they didn't get all of the, uh, they had some that were, were too hard. And some that were too easy. Yeah, and they, they, they just didn't have the balance yet. But the amount of time we spend doing Athena's thing or Apollo's thing now is so minimal mm-hmm. that if they don't stick the landing, it just isn't good. Worth. It isn't worth Which it. Which is hard because they have to not only do they have to teach new people how to do it, but they have to do it real good because you only get one bite at the apple. Yep. So. It's true. So I think they should, like, go back to simplified simplify some game mechanics because like we do we got to do finger dusting in, in spirit of justice but it was just like hey remember this fun time and no it wasn't fun because my 3ds <laughs> couldn't handle it for some fucking reason that was really frustrating um but but anyway the other thing jam said in jam's email what was you know how we have the badge ballads that mop up made on uh google playlists or sorry uh, youtube playlists yes well jams is doing it for spotify nice yeah so uh there's a link here which we will share on 
the Tumblr post for the episode. Yeah. Um, but it's the uh, the regular one of just, like, the actual songs. And, you know, some of the stuff that's hard to find or, like, our joke songs are hard. But there's a regular plus lightning round um, for Badge Ballad 1, maybe maybe 2. Let me see. Uh, not 3 yet, though. I wonder if that's searchable, too. Because if it's easy to search, you could probably just go to Spotify and search for it. Let's see. And then Jam's also made some pictures. That went with the playlist. I say object to this on oh, top nice. of a of the silhouette of Apollo and Gavin wearing Gav- headphones. Gavin wearing headphones. Yeah, so it's very nice. It's very beautiful. I love it. That's so nice. Thank you for all the hard work. Yeah, like I, I can't. I feel like sometimes you guys work harder than we do. Sometimes. Because making badge ballads is a lot of work for Michelle. Oh, yep. So if you just Google, if you just go into Spotify and search for badge ballads, it pops up. Or at least the badge ballads plus lightning round um, does pop up. Yeah, so you have that option to go on YouTube and listen to those, or you can go on to Spotify now. Yeah, and then, so if you if you find the one plus lightning round and you want to find the normal one, just go to the lightning round playlist and click on the user, which would be Jams' username. And then there it is right there. So good good job, Jams. Thank you. That's some good jams. That's some good jams. You did some good jams, Jams. And they're in order. I'm very impressed. Okay, well, you know what? Let's let's do this. Alright, so the due to popular demand. We're gonna play anime versus plausible. Apparently the Christmas episode was funny. And I can't get over that. So I guess we'll keep doing this. Yeah. All right. Pick some plausible for Fale Box. I will. What is plausible these days, you ask? Shitty and intrusive reporter from Mop Up. That is, that is plausible. Crossover from Chat Out Maestro. Could do that. We could work with that. The five day forecast was updated from Mop Up. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Um, junior high detective oh. from nobody. Jing? Jing, maybe. So, uh, these are both the anime ones. Junior high detective and crossover. Well, uh, crossover gives us, um, we get to pick, I guess, whatever we're crossing over with. I mean, we hit, we do get to pick, but there's a junior high detective right here. So, so. You don't know anything about Case Closed. I watched one episode of Case Closed. And it was a weird random one. So, maybe not a great... Well, well, could we do Adventure Zone, Angus McDonald? That's good. It's a good, yeah. I think I think we might have enough crossover demographic here where that's not unheard of, but it is also just a boy detective in yeah. a fantasy we world. Can, a, a boy detective in a in fantasy town. Yeah, we could do we can do Ango McDango. Cool. Um, so we can do Ango McDango. He's our crossover boy detective. We have to have a shitty and intrusive reporter. Which let's not do sparks. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about what him. What about Lada? Lada's not that shitty though. She's got some she, good character. She's a little shitty in the like. She's a bad reporter. That's true. And she's and she's a little intrusive. Yeah. So even you want one that's different because we could alternatively we could take Ango out or keep Ango in. It's a big cross. It could be a big crossover. Who can? Who's a shitty intrusive reporter we can cross over with? There's a reporter in Iron Man 1. <laughs> I watched Iron Man 1 recently when I was sick, and there's a reporter who's 
She's not shitty. She's pretty good at being a reporter, but she also, like, sleeps with Tony Stark because, of course, she does. Oh, yeah. And so, like, she's trying to, to get him on, the on like, a hard-hitting story and then sleeps with him. And then later she comes back and gets him on a hard-hitting story again. And it, like, makes him have, like, like ugh, angst. And then he goes to the Middle East somewhere and helps save a town that's under attack. Because she was like, your weapons are being used in this attack right now. And so he, like, goes and handles it. Is that a shitty reporter or a good reporter? I mean, she's like a shitty repressive. Per- she's a shitty person. Is she that intrusive in the way that we need her to? Like, she's maybe not. Yeah. Who else is a shitty intrusive reporter? I got nothing. I got nothing. So I guess we could use Sparks. April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Is she? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she's intrusive. Sparks or Lotta? It's gotta be Sparks or Lotta, huh? Yeah, unless you can think of somebody better. Well, let's do Sparks, because I think it would be funnier for me to be uncomfortable for the rest of this yeah, conversation. Yeah, probably true. <laughs> um, okay, so... Well, do we know a weatherman for five-day forecast was updated? Oh, this is the fun character we could probably make up. <laughs> well, what if it's a weatherman who, like, wants to become an investigative reporter? So that's, he's being a shitty and intrusive reporter, but it's actually a weatherman. This is very strange. So let's call him Mason, because we have a friend named Mason who's a weatherman. <laughs> Wait, I, I unfriended him. Is he actually a he's weatherman? He's a weatherman, yes. <laughs> Okay, I have a friend named Mason. Stephanie unfriended him. So. Mason, you can be my friend. Stephanie unfriends everyone on their birthday. It's true. It's a great way. They'll never notice. <laughs> They're too busy having their birthday. They're not going to notice that their friend count went down. Yeah, so okay. Uh, it doesn't have to be Mason. But I think we should use the, the weather, a weatherman who's trying to be, be a, reporter. a reporter. That'd be good. Maybe he's like, well, he's like a weatherman who goes out to the field and chases tornadoes kind of deal. But he, then yeah. he tries to interview tornadoes. I like this. <laughs> but so we still have to make it into an ace attorney case. So somebody's still got to die. And Angus McDonald has to be around. We can make this work. We can make this work. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a weather pun name was what I was got. Well, got I'm thinking with. that weatherman should kill somebody and say as his like <laughs> hardcore line being like the five day forecast was just updated. <laughs> <laughs> looks like looks like your forecast has been updated. So he's a serial killer. Because he needs to say this more than once. For me. He needs to say this more than once for me like it's his catchphrase. Okay, I mean, I do want this to be his catchphrase, and I do want it to be used in a dramatic manner. Is Is he the murderer, or is that what he says as he cuffs them? Oh my god. That's such a good cough line, too. <laughs> it's a, it's both. It's good for both. Okay, okay. Well, I guess, is he a murderer or is he a detective now? Maybe he can help cuff him. It's him and Ango teamed up to go bust some crimes. <laughs> okay, that's what we're doing. I don't see why not. Unless you want them to compete. Unless you want, well, he if you want the weather person to be shitty and, like, not good at finding the answers and Ango, like, they're competing to, like, the reporter, he's trying to be a reporter, and so he's got to get the scoop first, but Ango's right. already there every time he gets to the scene. He's okay, like, yeah, Ango's yeah. already figured it out. Yeah. Because um, Angus McDonald is a boy genius detective. Yeah. And, and a, a fledgling wizard boy. 
That's basically his whole jam right there, and he's very cute. Yeah. Um. So Angor Madego is like always just there. He's always figuring out, and he keeps trying to talk. Like he's like, "Here, sir, I got you this. I got you this far speech stone." He's like, well, "You can't talk on rocks, boy." Angus <laughs> is in the real world for some reason. <laughs> Well, I don't know how this crossover is happening. Well, it's also got to be Ace Attorney. So where is our Ace Attorney? Someone's got to die. That's the Ace Attorney. Yeah, but where's the where are the attorneys? <laughs> Maybe we need to pull out another another. <laughs> Do another, another hat, anime? Another anime hat. We're not very anime right now. No, we're not. Yakuza Bakers. Okay, that's not gonna help. <laughs> it's not gonna help at all. Wait, maybe it can. The what, the Kitakis are involved now. Yeah, the Kitakis are involved. Okay, we got Ace Attorney now. Thanks, GP. Thank you, GP. All right. Okay, so we got this guy whose day job is a weatherman, uh-huh. but he comes, he, but he passes by the Kitaki family bakery every day. Maybe he stops there every day. What if he's trying to get some dirt? He's like trying to be Are a sweet. shitty investigative reporter about the Kitakis, like trying to, to trying to insist that they're still doing mob stuff. Like, Yakuza stuff. Yeah, And so he's, like, shitty and trying to, like, fuck them, like, fuck with them all the time. So he's always in the bakery, like, lurking around and trying to get dirt on them as Yakuza's. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But then, so is there actually a Yakuza murder? Is that how this goes down? There's gotta be, there's gotta be a murder of some kind. And I think it has to either happen near the bakery or in the bakery, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Well, why don't we have a murderer that happens in the bakery? And he's like, ha I've got you for your Yakuza shit. And then it's actually like, they've, the Kitakis have been framed again. Yeah. And so they're your defendant. Big wins. Big wins, your defendant again. Or Plum. Plum is probably more murdery. <laughs> well, she threatens it far more yeah. often. Um, or both. What's Waki? What happened to Waki at the end of that case? He's still a fuck, but he's not engaged anymore because his wife is in jail. Yeah, she's or his fiance. Also, he like gets the medical attention he needs and lives. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So let's let's say let's say Plum gets accused. Um, okay. Because she would definitely be the one, like, manning the restaurant or, you know, working in the bakery floor. So, uh, so Plum's, so somebody dies, um, we're gonna call him, we'll call him Ned. <laughs> Alright. So Ned dies, whatever his deal was right now is irrelevant. Ned dies, we got our weatherman guy who really wants to be a reporter. Yeah. Comes busting in, he goes, like, oh, I got you for your crime, so we're, 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 we're helping Plum out. Where? Why is Ango there? How did we get Ango here? Well, it's Angus, but I, I think you need to uh, not have Angus tra- transported from the world of the Adventure Zone. I think he just needs to be a kid, a kid detective. That's not how crossovers work. You want him to be transported from the world of the Adventure Zone? Now, I didn't play Ace Attorney versus Professor Layden, but isn't that kind of what? I happened? mean, they do fall into a book, yeah, but. In that case, I mean, so the options are Angus has been transported through magic for various reasons from D&D town to here. I was going to say, maybe he got spirit channeled, but that means he's dead. So that doesn't work. We don't want Angus to be dead. Alternatively, could be... No, it really couldn't be. I was gonna say it could be the same world, just different country. Like he's just visiting, but that, that really, really doesn't <laughs> no, work. No, I don't think that'll work. Well, so they find uh, there. It's uh, it's there's been there's been some sort of portal or rip in the in the in dimensions, 
in the Adventure Zone, and Angus goes in to investigate, and he steps into the scene of this murder. Now, the real murderer, did he come from Adventure Zone land, or is it unrelated? I think it would be, it'd be like, a more sensible story if somebody, like, takes, like, a grand relic or something like that, opens a portal to another now, world. So we're, you're busy assuming that everyone in, who listens to us has I was going to the explain. I was okay. going to explain. I was going to bet it to you, and then I was going to explain on the podcast. So grand li- relics are these big magical devices that cause a lot of destruction because they're hyper-concentrated mm-hmm. um, extreme magic. So the problem with a grand relic is I think that they would cause too much destruction, not just one murder. Depending how it, I mean, depends which relic it is, right? But, like, depends, like, how it was used, I think. I suppose. Right? It can escalate from one murder. But what if it's just a D&D item? Because D&D, it could just be a, a D&D magic item. D&D item, yeah. It could be. Or, like, a, a D&D person who is... So let's say Angus is... Magic Brian. Magic Brian is reading <laughs> a book. Okay. Opens a portal, walks through the portal... Freaks out of this bakery, kills somebody. Yeah. Or is being evil and kills someone. Yeah. Angus starts investigating this scene because maybe portals keep opening up and ripping and he he feels the need to to investigate because he's yeah. the smartest boy detective ever. So he figures out how, it, how it's like something's happening. So he goes through the portal, gets stuck in Japanifornia, and he's there at the scene of the crime after the murder's taken place in the Kataki Bakery. Poor Ned is, poor Ned's dead. That is adorable. Poor Ned's dead. Poor Ned's dead. <laughs> um, we need the classic Ace Attorney motive. Why would Plum kill this guy? And because he, he looked at her funny. <laughs> <laughs> because our our weather guy, uh, uh, weather people always have punny names in real life. Uh, all I got, all I got is Daniel Stormy. <laughs> Oh, that's but that's based off of Stormy Daniels, which is a little too political. But if you say Daniel Stormy, it's like damn well Stormy. It's pretty good. Okay, Daniel Stormy. Okay, so Daniel Stormy um, really hates being a weatherman. He was born with this name, and he did not choose this career. It chose him. Yeah. So he's investigating. Bus finds finds dead Ned. Uh, bus plum. We start, we, we, you know, we step up, we're protecting Plum. What if Ned was her ex-boyfriend, and he was in a different Yakuza gang? Ah, and, yeah. And, like, growing up, it was like a Romeo-Juliet situation for, for Ned and Plum, and then eventually they broke up because they were dumb teenagers, <laughs> and, uh, and she, like, eventually married Big Wins, and it was unrelated to the Yakuza clans, but, like, when they were in high school, it was, it, it, it was, was heated. A, it was heated in there, where it's, like, gang wars about it. Cool. And cool. so so Daniel Stormy has been doing his research on the history of the Yakuza, so he found out about all these times that were about so Ned and Plum. He, he keeps coming and bothering Plum. Yeah. While Big Wins isn't around. Yeah, and then Ned's there one day because it is the best bakery. and <laughs> <laughs> It is. And he's buying a cake for his daughter, and then he dies. He gets murdered. He gets murdered by magic. By magic. Um... Maybe he gets murdered by, like, a physical weapon, so that way we have an ace attorney, a, a way to pin the murder. Okay. Because if it's by magic, Aji would believe it, but man, it'd be really fucking hard to prove. 
let's go with like a poison dagger or something. Okay, poison poison dagger's good. Poison dagger's good, okay. Okay, so yeah, he gets murdered by a poison dagger. So some, some bad guy from D&D World in the Adventure Zone comes through a magical portal on purpose or by accident and then kills this man in a bakery with a cake with a magic dagger <laughs> for looking at him funny. <laughs> Yeah, really, really, the, that motive is going to be really shitty no matter how you slice it. Unless. Unless. The D&D guy comes through the portal in the bakery, leaves to go cause some other mayhem, and Ned is killed, so Ango thinks it's D&D Magic Brian, but it isn't. It's some other person who's killed Ned. Wow, what a twist. That would be the twist. That'd be a good twist. So the portal from D&D World is completely unrelated to the murder. Yeah. Well, then who murdered who him? Murders, who murders Ned? Big wins. <laughs> no, it's not big wins. No, he's... Is it actually a Yakuza murder, or is it a not Yakuza murder? Because if it's not, then we probably have to make up more backstory for Ned. What if it's Ned's daughter because she thought he forgot <laughs> his birthday? Oh my god, that's so messed up. It is. No, one. He's buying the cake. I know, and that's what, that's the regret she'll have. He did remember it. Was she poisoning him slowly or something? No, this isn't, this isn't Vera. So then is our defendant, hold on, is our defendant Plum Kataki or is our defendant Magic Brian? No, no, our defendant is Plum Kataki. Okay. Magic Brian's at large. And, at the, and then halfway through the trial, we have to stop the trial to help... Ango, boy detective, stop Magic Brian. Okay. All right. Um, and and Daniel Stormy because he's gotta have that. And Daniel like Stormy looks like your forecast has been updated. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like part of the trial can be like it was raining, and then actually it was only raining in like certain spots because it was like partially like it was well, isolated it, thunderstorms it would make sense that's pretty good it would make sense also for daniel stormy to have um uh the person who comes from the magic person from the adventure zone land um to be somebody who can control the weather or something like they're they're oh yeah yeah not that that ex- that i can recall that existing in the adventure zone but there could be like an adventure zone-esque villain who it has the power to control the weather or absorbs power from the weather, and so they are like, oh, an entirely untapped resource of, of a dimension, like an entire dimension's weather. Yeah, untapped. Um, I'm trying to figure out like Ned's murderer. Well, how's Ned die? Is he stabbed? Is I he think, poisoned? I think poison dagger's still good. So that yeah, so that way there's a dagger wound, so they think he was stabbed, but then it turns out it was poison. So is he? And it could, like, it's like, oh, clearly, like, this magical guy brought it with him from the other world. It's like, actually, no, it's not magical poison at all. It's, it's just regular poison. So who in the in the Japanifornia would have a poison dagger? <laughs> the antiques dealer next door. He's wanted that Kitaki property for years. Is it somebody trying to frame the Kitakis? I think it's got to have to be someone trying to frame the Kitakis. Okay, and and why? Is it is it a property dispute? Or is it um, a rival bakery? Rival bakery is a better is a better time than property dispute. We've also already had a property dispute in Ace Attorney. I think it wasn't real. It was fucking the soba noodle situation. Oh yeah. God, was it? Was it soba? so? So rival bakery. I want it to be a rival bakery, but I feel like this is now like I feel we've got too much going on. Almost this is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. 
But it is a crossover episode. Yeah, so it is usually a lot. It's got to be a lot for it to, to go all the way through. So let's do a rival bakery. We can always have... Is, rival bakery is good, but we can always have it be accidental death. Because um, Ace Attorney cops out with accidental death sometimes. Accidental death actually might be might be the appropriate cop-out for this, because he can be allergic to something and eat it. <laughs> like yeah. A, like an idiot. But the question is, is he allergic to something and he eats it in the bakery? Because then it might still be Plum's fault. Uh, it could be something that he ate before coming to the bakery and he just dies in the bakery. Like, let's say let's say Ned is allergic to nuts, but he's also allergic to su- shellfish. Okay. So he, 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 had, he accidentally had some su- shellfish for lunch. He goes into the bakery and Plum, like doesn't use, like, does, like, Plum has things with nuts in it, as a bakery would have, and yeah. so they think that he, like, ate a cookie or something like that, or he picked up a cookie with nuts in it, and then he, like, drops dead or something like that. Yeah. You have to kind of take a bite of the cookie, though, for it to be speculated the cookie's fault, and shellfish allergies happen pretty quickly. <laughs> What other, what's another accidental death situation here? He could have been, he could have got some coffee before going to the bakery and it has cinnamon in it. Oh. And then he's he's deathly allergic it's to cinnamon. cinnamon. Fucking, what are you going to a bakery for? And Plum knows that though, so she. Plum's very careful because she him. knows. So she's like, I know you're deathly allergic to cinnamon, so don't worry. Because they used to date. Yeah. So and, she knows this. And I have your custom cake order, no cinnamon. Anywhere, no. I've removed. I removed all the cinnamon from the kitchen before even starting your cake. Yeah, so that way, Plum Plum knows this. Plum is Plum has got herself covered. Yeah, he gets cinnamon coffee. Okay, accidental death. So, to recap, we got Magic Brian comes over through the bakery. We do have runs. secret poison coffee death in Ace Attorney before too. <laughs> we but, do, but I it's mean, been it's a while. The, it's the best thing we got. Yeah, I know. It's it's. I hot, mean, hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. <laughs> Cinnamon hot cocoa. <laughs> okay, so he's got his he's got his his uh, Mexican cocoa. He comes in the bakery. Magic Brian has come and left through the portal. How does Guys. he get stabbed though? How oh, does the I stab we were, wound occur? We were removing the stabbing. Are we not? Yeah, but how are we going to accuse Magic Brian of stabbing him with a poison dagger if there's no dagger wound? Uh, that's true. Dang it. I guess he could fall on something as he dies. Something pointy. Yeah. Well, when Magic Brian comes, he could come and, like, break a bunch of shit, so there could be broken glass all over the place, and he can fall on some broken glass and die. Maybe. Yeah. Or, like, get cut with it or something. Okay. So I imagine he comes in, Magic Brian's portal opens, and, like, shatters everything. He runs out. Guy dies. Ned dies. Ned drops dead. And then we've got Angamandango comes through. Also, Weatherman... Uh, Daniel comes in. He's been there actually for a while. He's been there the whole time. He's been there the whole time. So now he's trying to arrest Plum because he's like, I saw everything. And so you arrest Plum. Like Plum's arrested. Phoenix gets to- Phoenix gets the call. Starts interviewing him. Phoenix or you know Phoenix Athena or Apollo whatever goes to the scene of crime. Ango Mendango's there already investigating. Going, I don't know, sir. Something seems wrong with this. Yeah. You investigate with Ango Mendango. Daniel keeps trying to stop you from touching the scene because Daniel thinks he knows what's ho- what's happening. Yeah, and, like d- keeps fucking you up. You go to court. You're trying to prove Plum innocent, 
Ango Majango's with you, trying to... Which I think that, like, in, in this crossover, instead of having a gumshoe or a police character, you have Daniel Stormy. Yes. And then instead of having your normal assistant, you have Angus. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm... That's what I... The assumption yeah. I'm going on. So you're doing that in the court, and then you, like, explosions are happening outside in the city, and then you realize that, like, Magic... Or Ango realizes Magic Brian's at large has to leave to deal with that, so you're left alone to finish the case. Does Daniel Stormy stay and fuck you up in the court? Does Daniel Stormy and Ango go have a side quest? To deal with Magic Brian? Or does Phoenix get to come? I think, I think, well, it would be, it would be sad, game-wise, to have that all occur off-screen, you know? But I guess that's happened before, which it might be like, Angus leaves, and Stormy, uh, Daniel Stormy decides to go, too, because he's like, that kid's gonna mess with the evidence. Mm-hmm. Like, that kid's gonna gonna ruin something. So you're in court, screwing around, trying to buy time for them to apprehend Magic Brian. But you learn through court that actually Magic Brian didn't do it. It was... It was... An this, allergy. It was an allergy, and the, then Angus comes in with the, like, some crucial evidence, or with Magic Brian, who testifies as ah. as to the man who was hunched over or something when he came in, or when he portaled in. I'm trying to figure out a good way to get Magic Brian to act. Yeah, because Magic Brian would be a really fucking hard person to try to get to testify. Yeah, 100%. I think Magic Brian can do is he can... <laughs> no, wait, no, he can't do that. I was thinking about the time where he just made himself look like someone else, but then sounded the same. Because it was the part where it was just like, no, which one's the real one? No, I'm the real. I think oh, no, that was him and Taco. It's because they sounded yeah, the same. same yeah. And then they just push him into the... Oh, yeah, by the way, dies. Magic Red's dead. But, yeah, let's pretend he's not for a second. <laughs> for this crossover. <laughs> yeah, Magic Red would probably would be a fuck, so it would be really hard to get him to testify. But you can, you can do it and get him to admit to it. Yeah. And then you can pin the actual guy who killed Ned. Which was a Yakuza game war thing, we decided, right? Or the guy no, just the, hates Ned? He, he had cinnamon. It was, oh, it was an accident. It was an accident. It was an accident, okay. So they testify and realize that he's allergic to cinnamon, and the man at the cafe honestly did not fucking know that. And it's nobody's fault, and except it, it's sad, because who's going to get his daughter the cake? Can he not have a daughter in We this can situation? undaughter him, I guess. <laughs> I don't... I mean, I just, this was supposed to be a feel-good crossover. We have a dead man. Can he not have sad small children whose dad she died on her birthday? could be an adult daughter. You're still somebody's baby, you know? All right, fine. <laughs> he's he's, he's a, a happy bachelor. Who's buying his friend a cake. Yeah. The, and then, oh, and then uh, Ango takes Magic Brian back to Adventure, Adventure Zone. The yeah, yeah. The end. The end. That was difficult. Yeah. The five-day forecast was updated. <laughs> we didn't say it nearly enough. <laughs> but uh, he just keeps saying it. He you does. Just... It's it's definitely a catchphrase. And then I think at a point in your evidence, you are trying to prove isolated thunderstorms is relevant, but it's not. Well, I also think I think it would be repeated so much that Phoenix, when he's not even there in court, Phoenix has a breakthrough and he goes, it looks like the forecast has just oh. been updated. Uh, I'm going to hold on to this one. <laughs> I just... All right, the rest are going in the, in the trash. In the trash. All right. Well, that was that was fun. Um, I hope it was fun for you guys. Um, 
So yeah, uh, next episode, I'm going to replay the bonus case of, of Dual Destinies, the whale case. Um, just because I don't really remember all that happened. So I'm going to replay it, take notes, and I'm going to do a full report for Michelle on the whale case. And I'm going to play the time travel wedding case from Spirit of Justice and similarly take notes. And we will do we will do full commentary reports. Um, if we don't have time, if we don't do it all in the next episode, we're going to make it we'll an episode peach. We'll space them we'll out. We'll space yeah. them out. So the next two episodes are going to be bonus case episodes for Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice. Um, so that being said, send in anything you remember about them or anything you guys want to talk about, any other fan theories, any more plausible versus anime suggestions, all of that you can send to us at either at our, our Gmail at objecttothispodcast at gmail.com or our Tumblr, objecttothis.tumblr.com. Uh, we've got, we're on um, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I can't ever say it's, it. It's Apple Podcasts. You have to do it for my <laughs> iPad training. <laughs> So Michelle's going to learn all about the I'm going to learn so much about the iPad. God, I'm so upset for you. <laughs> Theoretically, they'll have snacks. Full report next episode, <laughs> if I remember. I will remember. I know that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on uh, Podcast Garden. At podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash object to this. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our Chatter Rage 2 off the YouTube for the use of our theme song, Hey Pal, the Detective Gumshoe Remix. Thanks, Michelle, for the garbage at the end of this episode. Sure. And... Yeah, you said that Apple Pod... Oh, you just said we were on Apple Podcasts. I did. But rate and review was on the, on the, on the Apples. Just because we would like those. And they're very nice and I like them. And they can be mean. You know, we deserve it sometimes. Sometimes. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. <laughs> just just leave one that's five stars and just be like, can't believe they ripped off the adventures on like that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> Would do so much for our numbers. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm scared of I'm scared of the Bambinos today at this point. You should be. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And that was Object to This, so why don't you object to that? <laughs>